This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey y'all, I hope y'all are doing good. When I tell you there is so much drama going on right now, let me make sure y'all can see me. Oh, Chad, I already see the damn unicorns. Okay, so there's a lot going on. When I tell you the Cat Williams effect is affecting social media, okay? Everybody's into it, beefing, going back and forth. Hey, y'all. Hope everybody's doing good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in. It's a lot to talk about. It's been a messy, messy 24 hours, honey. But guess what I'm here for, it, okay? Today I got time, cuz. So um, I had wanted to go live earlier in the week, but I have really been just busy cranking out videos, making up for that whole week when I was out because I was sick. So I'm really appreciative and happy for the feedback. I'm glad you guys are liking the thumbnails. Like I said, I'm trying to switch stuff up in 2024. I'm glad y'all are liking the layouts and stuff like that. So just thank you guys for the support. Also, oh God, here go the horses. We see y'all in here too, okay? The horses, aka the hotties. We see the bars. I see it's gonna be a whole fandom war, okay? I see the snakes. I see y'all hissing, okay? All right, we're gonna get to y'all in a minute. So uh, before I forget, make sure you guys download my app. For y'all who don't know, my app has been out now for about a month, and we've had over 5,000 downloads so far. So if you are not, um, if you have not downloaded my app, it's the Lovely Tea TV app. You can find it on the App Store with the iPhone, aka Rotten Apple, or you can get it in the Android Store. So it's available on both iOS and Android. Um, if you guys are not getting notifications via YouTube, because y'all know YouTube be tripping sometimes, um, I send out notifications on my app. So I hope you guys are getting my notifications for my live streams, for my videos. I'm making sure to send them out. And then also on the app, I have a clubhouse feature. So we will be doing um, kind of like the green room, like the Spotify green room. We'll be doing uh, call-in shows. So you'll get a notification with the code to join the call-in show. I don't know what y'all want the first call-in show to be. Maybe we can do it on this drama that's going on with the rap girls. Um, you know, whatever y'all want, we can kind of figure out a good topic um, to do. Okay, y'all are wilding in this chat, child. Um, so make sure you guys download the app, long story short, okay? So there's a lot going on right now. As we all know, Meg Thee Stallion, 
she dropped her song called Hiss, you know, Megan these Snakes child. So she dropped a song called Hiss, and on Hiss, she went at a lot of people. Um, she went at Drake and his BBL. You know, people say that Drake got his ass done and, you know, got, you know, lipo and, you know, got a nice little slim. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was funny. She said Drake got the same scar she got, bitch, okay? So she went at Drake, um, but the main person she went at was Nicki Minaj, okay? And she basically, um, in part of the dish, she said, you know, you're not mad at Megan, bitch. You're mad at Megan's law, okay? Megan's law was a law that was put in place to protect children from pedophiles and registered sex offenders because Megan, I forget her last name, she was, you know, um, unalived. And so that was like a really good punchline, but then a lot of people feel like that was lowbrow because, you know, Kenneth Petty's not a rapper. Kenneth Petty has never done anything to her per se, so why go at Nikki's husband? But, you know, again, Nikki has no problem going at other people's husbands and going back and forth. Because let's keep it real. Every time she posts a Michael Jackson hee-hee meme, we know she's talking about Offset. She goes at Offset all the damn time, okay? But, you know, so that was kind of crazy. Then Nikki Minaj took to social media last night and she went on this huge rant she was calling her big foot said she had a giant foot told her to get on the good foot <laughs> just a mess child let me see if i can find it we're gonna go ahead and listen to some of the rant here let me share my screen told the girl to get on the good foot express okay here we go well, this was nikki yesterday Hey, 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 hey. Listen to this, y'all. Uh, uh, I watched that day. Hey, y'all. I said. <laughs> okay, we can't play too much of the music, but y'all get the point. Um, <laughs> and they were just literally all over um twitter last night all oh, the barbs were thick they were dragging meg the foot emoji all up and down twitter um it's just horse emojis there was a horse with a bucket on his head they were just going in last night on twitter uh i was on there you know sipping slow and taking screenshots and you know writing down notes um so yeah twitter was a mess um, it was in the hotties, of course, they were going back and forth, you know, defending their girl. So this entire situation is crazy. So then this morning, Meg the Stallion decided to call into the Breakfast Club. And so she wanted to address, you know, her song. She wanted to prom promote the single. So we're going to go ahead and listen to her Breakfast Club interview uh, with Charlemagne the God and uh, DJ who should be in prison. Whatever the hell his name is. Oh, yeah, Envy. DJ Envious. <laughs> they still got him on the breakfast club. Like, he's not out here scamming folks. Okay, we see you. All right, so let's go ahead. We're going to listen to the breakfast club um, interview here real quick with Meg calling in. Let me share my screen here. All right. Megan, is it too early for you? How old are you, first of all? 
Oh my God! First of all, I'm up, but God dang, it's early. <laughs> so you in LA? So it's it's three hours beforehand. So it's early, early out there. Yeah, I'm I'm up. Specifically for you, Charlemagne. I, man, I appreciate that so much, man. And and you know you put out this record called His. Could you could you tell His. us what the name means first of all? Um, basically, you know when a snake feel like. You've been playing and like doing a whole bunch of playing. It's basically telling you to back off. Like I, I hear you, I see you. Get up off me now. Basically, that's what it means. Now, now you put out this warning, and you say every time I get mentioned, one of y'all bitch ass niggas gets twenty four hours attention. I'm gonna get this shit off my chest and lay it to rest, right? So is it for per usual? Oh, per usual. <laughs> How do you handle that yeah. without giving the negativity light, but still speaking up and defending yourself? It's for these bitches or these. Hoes, um, bitches and hoes are like men or women. Um, every time one of these motherfuckers just make them say your name, they get 24 hours of attention. Um, basically, I understand what y'all doing, and I want y'all to get up off me. No, actually, she said, use something else, do something different, use another tactic. This one getting old. Actually, she said, fuck all y'all. And, and uh, I think I think the people we should play. Oh, sorry, you motherfuckers, because because niggas really like a, a a noun. That's for men or women. <laughs> True, and and bitches and bitches too. I get it's, it. It's gender neutral. <laughs> gender neutral. Now I haven't heard the record yet. Are you saying names? Um, I'm saying a hit dog on holler. That's it. God damn. So it's multiple people. Okay, this is my issue with the Breakfast Club. They are never prepared. How are you? They know she's calling in. How have you not heard the record yet? That that makes no sense. I heard the record last night when it dropped. Like, how how is it morning and you still have not heard the record, but you know you're going to do a three-minute interview with her and you're asking us all this repetitive shit. Did you say any names? Who are you talking to? Were you addressing men or women? If you would have did your due diligence as the host of the show, you would know what names were mentioned. What in the world? How am I? Hold on. Why is my thing going off? Oh, shit. My stream, the link for some reason started. Okay, there we go. But yeah, it's just weird that he would start asking her questions instead of already knowing the answer. So let's let's go on, let's go ahead and finish listening yeah, to this. Yeah, well, feel it, feel it. Okay. Did Lindsay Lohan's daddy get a shot? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Lindsay Lohan's daddy have anything to do with this? That's what I'm saying. It's just a wasted interview. Like, she just dropped a, a single. She's trying to get it promoted, and y'all are playing games. If this was a male rapper, and that's the shit I don't like. If this was a male rapper, both of these idiots would have been prepared. They would have had notes. They would have had lines down bar for bar. Why would they even bring up Lindsay Lohan's daddy? What does that have to do with Megan, Nikki, Drake, Tori, any of that stuff? Dang, damn. Well, I want you, after you drop this record, I need you to walk away from your phone, Megan, okay? Because you know these motherfuckers be on you for no reason. That's so right. just be prepared for all the smoke and all the comments, but just walk away. Because oh, they're going to act like it's unprovoked. Yes. You know, I'm going to take a little nap. She was getting drugged all last night. What are y'all talking about? 
And this is why people don't fool with the Breakfast Club like that because y'all be unprepared. Y'all don't know what y'all be talking about unless y'all are stealing from YouTubers and stealing from, you know, online content creators. Y'all have no idea what's going on at all. Stay away from your phone because you don't want to get drugged. She was getting drugged last night when the song dropped. Where were y'all at? We're all up on Twitter. Where were y'all? I'm gonna wake back up and I'm gonna see what they have to say. Just don't get on Instagram Live, Megan. Let the record speak for itself. <laughs> block her live, okay? It's Please. Great if you're listening, I'm gonna have social media on my phone, so it'll be okay. Good, 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 good. Well, let's, well, let's get into the record right now, and you're gonna be seeing it soon. I know, I know you were just calling up to, to send us the record, and hopefully we'll, you'll come up here and we'll talk to you soon, correct? Oh, oh, absolutely, positively. <laughs> Oh, we we gonna lay it out for you when you come. Just tell us what you need. You, we, we have we have drinks for you. That's everything. Right. We gonna we gonna we, we gonna have, flowers, a, we gonna gonna have a nice kickback. We gonna make it a nice conversation. Yeah, we gonna have a nice kickback when you come. Oh, thank you so much. All right, next. Oh, y'all get out of here. Anyway, <laughs> just can't stand that. It's like be professional if y'all are gonna be interviewing and y'all are trying to get the tea. Like they were the first people to interview her about it and they literally have no idea about the song that to me is goofy especially when they claim to be a part of hip-hop media so anyhow um so everybody's been talking about this then Nicki Minaj decided to write child this long ass dissertation earlier today so let me go ahead and pull that up where basically um she's going in on Meg let me share my screen really quick here. So she wrote this on Twitter. Hashtag, no, I should say like Nicki Minaj. Hashtag gang city. Who does not condone bullying? This is a long ass tweet. So I don't, IDC, if you don't, ain't reading all that. Below is the kind of tweet they hate. <laughs> <laughs> Pink Friday 2 equals platinum. Super freaky girl equals triple platinum. Ruby Red the Sleaze equals platinum. FTCU equals gold. LTISY equals gold. Hashtag everybody featuring little Uzi equals gold. <laughs> I don't know what these ones stand for. Y'all gonna have to, what is FTCU and L-T-I-S-Y? I can't, I don't know. All right, next. Then she goes on to say, did y'all run up her color purple song? Nope. Huge VMA performance, big video. Equals flop. Every album she ever released equals flopped. Paid media all the time. Fraudulent awards equals flopped. <laughs> I like this Nikki voice. Hold on, let me keep going, bitch. Horrible actor that can't cry on cue. Don't try to act, Buki. It's a chop. Pathological and manipulative liar. 
using ghost riders and still suck. So it's not me, y'all. I would never. I'm class. I'm a classy, rich little lady, immigrant to a boss, the American dream. It's well, it's just that. If your last five to 10 releases flopped, if the internet checks don't clear outside in real life, if all paid blogs and paid tweets equal flop, after flop, after flop album. Did y'all run up that Barbie World song they tried? It's bubbling under this week. Video and all. It didn't crack the hot 100s. It's a bub. They losing so much money with BF. Ain't generating that one penny of a profit. Yet claim she went to college but can't read a contract? Another manipulation. So she can kick people to the curve after they've helped her. <laughs> Station hit, so her voice is like literally ingrained in my head right now. And so flop. <laughs> oh snap! We got oh my god! We got money back Mo in the building. Oh my god! Mo just came through and dropped four hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh my god, Mo! Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Wow. That is like, wow, happy 2024. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just seen all the money bags, honey. Y'all know Mo gonna come through and look out. I really appreciate it. She's like my number one tea sipper. So thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. So now on top of all of this drama that's going on between Meg and Nikki, um, Nikki decided to go to Station Head. And so it took me a while to, you know, put all these clips together. Um, I was trying to have people, you know, audio record for me on Station Head. So I managed to get like the juiciest clips. So break in here first. We're going to go ahead and listen to what Nikki had to say on Station, on Station Head. She had a lot to say about Megan. Um, even played Partisan's music as well so let's go ahead and pull this up we're going to listen to this together i'm also going to play you guys a snippet of the line that megan said to to Nicki minaj that kind of set her off here in the barbs all right so we're going to go ahead and listen to this here give me just a second okay i'll make myself bigger here a second
just gone with the phone with Kelsey. Wow, 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 wow. You know what? Here's the thing. Because she's never going to really tell the truth because she's been silent for the last five years about all the lies, right? When people went up on a summer jam stage, and um, put a uh, a picture of me up on up on an obituary. It was all fun then, right? Wasn't it? And so now, 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 it is time. Yeah, I have integrity. Oh, yes, I have integrity, I have morals. Um, but the pro the thing is that Roman does not. Okay, first of all, T-Sippers, tell me I didn't have her voice down pat. The way she's talking here, I sounded just like her. So she's saying that she talked to Kelsey. So she done got Kelsey on the phone, so I wonder what her and Kelsey talked about. Sounds like she might be spilling that in the future. But, you know, I love how she says she has integrity, but Roman doesn't. So it looks like she's bringing back that demon Roman from what she's saying. Let's go ahead and keep listening. Roman does not. And see, remember when I told you, fuck around and find out? Funny how the station had audience. It was uh, capped. It was capped. Now, it was capped because just like when they took off that other stuff from Billboard and they thought it was going to affect the bars and it didn't affect anybody, but <laughs> they think that it's, oh, well. It must be station and the reason why her album is being successful. Let's cap that. Let's cap that. Clock it, my <laughs> What? <laughs> is she eating ice? Like, why does she pause for so long if she's talking? Captain, girl, spit it out. That's so funny. We are going to tour. Let's let's write down in our books while I start playing the music again. Write down in the book and your books. Everybody who's flopped, um, you know, last week, the week before that, and this week. Okay, and then go and talk to them about how badly they just flopped. Since you want to, you know, this is just for anybody who wants to, who's bored, um, doesn't have anything to talk about today, and do. Okay, 
You see, it doesn't matter how many people you talk about. You have nothing to say about me because you know that the tea is scorching hot. Girl, stop. Yeah. You know damn well you wanted to say piping hot, not scorching hot. She tried it. Right? Um, this is the most attention any of your songs has, has ever gotten in years. You, at the last, what, I said five to ten things you did flopped. Bad! You know, but you're gonna learn a lesson in 2024. Is but so much lying people to, tell, tell people what you, the nickname, the nickname that you got for your friend, your, your homegirl that rap. Tell everybody the nickname you got for her shit. Hmm? A racist nickname for a person that you do songs for. A racist nickname for a song, for, for, for a person that you're doing songs with. How many dicks of abusers have you sucked knowingly? Bringing up 30-year-old T from when a man was 15, being lied on, is not the flex you think it is. But I don't want to say too much. Okay, so did y'all peep that? She's trying to start mess between her and Cardi. She says, um, the girl that you've done songs with, Tell us the racist names that you call her. So again, planting seeds to cause division. Then she says, how many, you know, she didn't say pedophile, but what did she say? Something dicks. Oh, let me go back a bit. Lied on is for, for, for a person that you're doing songs with. How many dicks of abusers have you sucked knowingly? Okay. She says, how many dicks of abusers have you sucked knowingly? So again, and she's saying that what happened with Kenneth Petty was 13 years ago. You know, once again, insinuating that Jennifer is lying. Like to me, I think she should have kept this part. She shouldn't even said anything with this. Um, because whoever Megan may or may not be sucking off, your husband is convicted of that crime. And that's just fact. Bringing up 30-year-old T from when a man was 15, being lied on, is not the flex you think it is. But I don't want to say too much. If you know, you know why. <laughs> but just remember, if you're it's not in your house, not in your bed, lying to people, you sick in the head. Keep it above, you could be honest. Talking about who's telling the whole truth. You. So basically, she played Partisan's diss track to Megan. 
So this is the part that we're on now. She played the whole diss track. She said Megan was disgusting. And now she's about to go on another rant. <laughs> oh, wait. How was one day? One day. Oh. Not, not was trying to sell y'all the natural body package, chef. <laughs> Getting her lying lipo stuff done and her nosy ass nose done, chill. I thank God I never have to touch my face. Whew. Um. I mean, wait a minute. So, a nigga come out, a nigga do a whole song about Bertha and say, she swears and lies on her dead mother. Her best friend was put through humiliation while she sat back, knowing what she was doing to this girl. Good. I'm, I'm gonna get lower. It's gonna get lower for you, boo. I ain't even gonna block you. Stay. Now, but I, I am supposed to believe. How you set the nigga up like that, number one? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Look at some real talk, first of all. Okay, so that was all, that was all the tea. Okay, so she was going off. She said, I mean, it was about an hour long um, station head, but those were like just some of the highlights of her going, you know, off about the whole Megan situation. Um, looks like somebody just sent a super chat. They said, they sent $10. Lulu Spring sent 10. Says, I'm not money bag mob. I'm loose change. Love you. Happy Friday. Thank you. Love you too, sis. It was somebody, okay, there we go. Um, Star by Night said 999 says, Tigo, look at Nikki. She is still tweeting as we speak. This hit dog is hollering. Meg hit a nerve bad. Okay, so let's go to Twitter. Let's all walk over to Twitter. They said Nikki is still tweeting. So let's see what Nikki is talking about now. Let me go ahead and share my screen, child. I pulled up her page. So we're going to look at this together. Not this big Whitney Houston gif. She says, well, 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 
Nicki Minaj's Everybody has now re-entered the top 10 of the U.S. iTunes. Okay. So this was 29 minutes ago. She says, ha, 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 ha. I don't fucking care if the blogs and the paid bots was real. Y'all would have been able to sell albums and headline tours. Bah, ha, 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 ha. Moral police suck my fat pussy. Pink Friday 2, hashtag gag city. Who mad? Eye for an eye, Roman. Okay, Nikki. She is going, she's trending right now, number one. She is going off. So let's see what else she got. She says, y'all want to bring up family members and lying on your dead mother, lied to Gail, lied on your fucked, lied on and fucked your best friend's man, told me to drink and go to the clinic if I was pregnant, all because I wouldn't let your funky butt pour liquor down my throat. Bitch thinks she a bully. Cause she got a rock nation, cause she go, oh, well, she get a rock nation brunch every year. Be mad at party. He told y'all, he told all your tea, but you taking shots at my family? <laughs> get up on your good foot. <laughs> foot emoji. Hashtag Pink Friday 2. Platinum, go apologize to your mother, you nasty serpent. Repent! What the? And she just wrote this at 7.45. Oh, my gosh. So then she's also retweeting people. Uh, Dusty Dog says, Nikki, I'm sorry. I've been a fan for a long time. But this here, this is something I've never seen from you. And I'm, oh, no, that's not somebody she retweeted. Somebody replying back to her post. Okay, let me go back. Because she wrote some more stuff. Okay. Oh, okay, she did retweet them. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry, Nikki, I've been a fan for so long, but this here, this is something I've never seen from you. I'm going to have to stand harder because y'all keep, hold on, because keep y'all's good foot on her neck. Oh, okay, of course, they're praising her for that. Okay, so that's somebody she retweeted. Then she wrote this 12 minutes ago. I have text messages. If I get the go, if anyone says I'm lying, so now we got the video and the text messages. Pink Friday 2. Ooh. Then she retweets Ariana Grande's Spotify and she says, I'm confused how people are allowed to diss and lie on Nikki and bully her, but when she retaliates, she's the bully. Everyone is grown. If you diss someone, be prepared to get dissed back. Okay. So Nikki is... She wants all the smoke right now. Kelsey's trending on Twitter. Let's see if Kelsey has said anything. She's probably trending because of what Nikki said. <laughs> Somebody says, Nikki thinks she's gagging us by saying she got tea from Kelsey. Trusting a word out that bitch's mouth that got on the stand and committed perjury is insane business. Meg wasn't lying when she said her ops had to link up to handle her. I don't even know what this is about. <laughs> Y'all be finding all types of memes and gifts. 
Kelsey and party once again involving themselves in Megan's drama because nobody cared about them otherwise. Okay, so those are coming from the uh, hotties. When Nicki Minaj puts Kelsey in the FTCU music video like she did, Ra Ali to, to Remy Ma. Okay. This is very interesting. They are still going back and forth. This is a mess. I'm here for it though. I'm gonna tell you why. Neither one of these people are innocent. You know, I, I don't, I have no dog in this fight. Y'all know that. I'm not a huge fan of Meg. That's not a secret. And I'm not a big fan of Nikki. It is what it is. I'm here for it. Um, you know, this is what rap is about. This is what the male rappers do when you got beef. Instead of sending all these stupid subliminal shots on Twitter, get in the studio. That's what I've always said. Get in the studio, pop off, leave it on wax. Nobody should be jumping each other's crews and, you know, shooting each other, shooting at each other outside of Hot 97. But getting in the studio and rapping on wax, I'm here for that. Um... First and foremost, they've thrown shots at each other. This is where this this is where the beef stems from. Remember, I wrote this down almost two years ago. If you remember, during the whole hot girl summer thing, Meg was busy social climbing. And I caught this out years ago. She was hopping from friend to friend, dick to dick. Okay? So she hooked up with Nicki Minaj. Remember they had the matching red weave and the zebra print outfits and they were posing together and doing a, you know, a little live stream for the barbs and the hotties and, you know, everything was all good. And Megan was there talking about, you know, throwing shots at Cardi, somebody who had never done nothing to her, saying, you know, me and Nicki, we're going to go to the studio and write us some music, you know? And so... She was being just as messy because she wanted to fit in with Nikki. okay? Then the song came and went. I don't think the song really did numbers, but Nikki thought, like, you know, clicking up with Megan would be a good look. You know, they could be together. Because at that time, Megan was a new girl. Megan can rap. I'm never going to take that for Megan. Megan got flows. And so, but again, Megan is a social climber. That is just who she is. Then all of a sudden we see her with Cardi. And it's like, okay, but she was just with Nikki not even a few months ago. So now she's with Cardi. I guess they made up. They do WAP. And WAP does insane numbers. She ends up getting a Grammy. She also had the song with Beyonce. Like 2020 was Megan's year. Outside of, you know, her foot getting hit. It was her year, right? She got a lot of accolades from the industry. Uh, Holly Berry sent her a fruit basket. Beyonce sent her a fruit basket. I think Rihanna sent her a fruit basket. You know, so a lot of people in the industry were acknowledging her. On top of WAP, you know, going, I don't know, platinum or some shit. And so ever since then, there has been friction. Nikki has felt a way. And I knew this was going to happen. Because like I told y'all, when her and Nikki were hanging out, you can't tell me that they weren't pillow talking and, and, you know, she wasn't telling her all her grievances with Cardi and why she didn't like Cardi and what she had against Cardi B. And Megan was probably sitting there co-signing everything like, yep, I don't like her either and blah, blah, blah. Only to then turn around and do a song with her. And that song surpassed anything that Meg and Nikki did together. And it seems like ever since then, it's been beef between Nikki and Megan. 
Nikki has thrown subliminal shots at her. Megan has replied back. There's, you know, tracks where Megan has thrown shots at Nikki. This is at Nikki. But I think this one probably hit harder because she hit Kenneth Petty. Okay? She decided to be super petty and throw some shots at Petty, which Nikki wasn't ready for. She's like, you can diss me. I'm the rapper, but keep my family out of it. So I just think the whole thing for me, um, you know, some people are saying like Nikki's a bully. Um, yeah, Nikki does throw her weight around. And like I've said before, I it's hard for me to feel bad because she feels like these young girls, you know, they're not showing her the respect that she deserves. They need to pay homage. Um, you know, and, and it looks bad when you're beefing with every young female rapper from Lotto to Coy LeRae. They were all cool at one point. Now all the barbs do is, you know, clown Coy LeRae, call her Coy Fish LeRae in olive oil. They go in on Lotto. The only one that they really like out of all the rap girlies, it seems like, is Ice Spice. You know, because Ice Spice is remaining very loyal to Nicki. But outside of that, she's beefing with everybody else for the most part. So, and again, like I said, I can't feel bad because she did the same thing to Little Kim. Remember, hang it up, flat screen. And this is how these young girls are feeling. The young girls are feeling like, girl, you're 42, you're, you're grown, like, hang it up, flat screen. And Nikki's like, no, I'm not going anywhere. And, and honestly, she doesn't have to go anywhere because a lot of the music that these girls are putting out, I'm not impressed. I may not be a big Nikki fan, but... I gave her props on her latest album, Pink Friday 2. Downloaded it, streamed it. Literally every song was a bop, except for the song with Drake. I didn't like that song. The song with J. Cole, that's my jam. That is probably like one of my favorite songs. She has a lot of really good songs on there though. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really want her to like leave or retire because I'm not hearing any, anything that I'm super impressed by. I'm not hearing anything from these girls that are really going to stick. Now, his, it was cool. You know, like I said, Megan has bars. But is this going to be a song that people are still going to be reciting two, three months from now? Because whatever that other song that she had, where she was like shedding the snake skin, y'all can write the name of the song. I don't even remember the name of the song. The last song that she had. I don't see nobody quoting it. I don't see nobody talking about it. But Cobra, thank you. I, <laughs> I said she was shedding the snake skin. That's what I'm saying. So it's like a lot of these girls are making music, but it's not lasting. It's hot right now, then it falls off the charts. So I, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, again, it'd be nice if the rap girls could get along and, you know, do a ladies night like Little Kim and Left Eye and Missy Elliott did back in the day, but there's been too much drama with all of these females that that's not going to happen. And that's okay. Nobody expects the men to be friends and kumbaya 24-7. You know, most of the guys, they kind of stick with their own cliques. It's only Drake's, you know, messy ass that floats from click to click, guy to guy. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out, to see if, you know, um, I'm sure Nikki's going to drop, you know, that diss track and go super hard. It's going to be interesting to see if Megan replies back and goes even harder. 
But right now, it's definitely the fandoms that are flanning the flames, you know, with them going back and forth. But like I said, I'm here for it. This is what rap is about. It's funny that when it's two women, like everybody wants to get sensitive and, oh, you know, she's too old or, you know, poor Megan, this is just too much. Guys rap beef every day. Y'all were cheering on when little Dirk and NBA Youngboy were writing in money about how they want to kill each other. Everybody was all here for that beef. Let the girls do what they do, you know, and let the best woman win. Like I said, Hiss had a lot of really good jabs. I think, you know what I'm saying, she did good. But my thing is, is it going to stick? Is it going to stick? And a lot of these songs nowadays, they don't stick. A lot of diss songs from back in the day, they still stick. Hit them up. We still know that, you know, bar for bar. Ether, we still know that, bar for bar. You know, so it's going to be interesting. Let me read some of these super chats here. Uh, let me see here. Carmen Vasquez sent $10 says tea sippers since 2016. This is my first live show um, that I get to show you love. Thank you so much and welcome to the live. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. We got over 9,000 people in the house. Um, please hit the like button. If you guys are enjoying this stream, please hit the like. Um, thank y'all for coming through. Let's see here. EJ Lofton sent $10 says tomorrow's my birthday. Aquarius season. Can you play the tiny violin for me? I can't wait till your 1 million party in ATL Discord gang. Thank you so much for the super chat. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday to you. I hope you enjoy your birthday. Um, let's see here. Bree sent 1999 says, hey T, I made it to another live. I have to say your app is amazing. Thank you so much. She says, it always notifies me whenever something is posted. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for the feedback. I really appreciate it. I'm glad you guys are getting the notifications. I figure if YouTube is on bullshit, I got the notifications for y'all. So um, for y'all who are just joining, please make sure you guys download my app. It's available on the Apple Store and on Android. So make sure you guys download it. So thank you so much, Bree. Uh, let's see here. Tyler says, in my opinion, the song itself is mm, but some of the bars were there. Nikki is coming off foolish. Love you, T. Love you, too, and thank you so much. Um, Toy Toy uh, put a bunch of horse emojis with thumbs down. So Toy Toy is not here for the Meg Thee Stallion song. Uh, let's see here. Cutie Pie Sim 49 says, stop flooding the chat with emojis and have actual dialogue. Yes. Please do that. Like, we don't mind one or two emojis, but y'all who are writing, like, whole pages of unicorns and horses, they're going to time y'all out. When it's too much, you're going to get timed out. Like, have dialogue and let people know why you like the song or don't like the song. Don't just speak in hieroglyphics and emojis, okay? <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Natalie says, I work in radio and I spend hours prepping for guests. Well, Natalie, that's because you have professionalism. And unfortunately, it seems like the Breakfast Club has gotten very comfortable with their status. And they feel like, like they don't have to prep for guests. Like guests can just show up. They've never read their book. They haven't heard the song. And they think they can just wing it and they sound crazy as hell. You know, that's what you're supposed to do when you're going to interview somebody. It doesn't matter how long or short the interview is. You should know somebody's calling into their show. You should be prepared. You should know what's going on. You should have at least heard the song. So... Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Red Noir said, Auntie, can you please make me a mod? 
they're going crazy in here. I'm here for you. Um, yes, nobody else asks. There you go. All right, let me see here. Blatino voice sent $10. Says, T, I hate you. That Nicki Minaj voice sent me. It's giving legends a panel. <laughs> I did have her voice down pat. Nicki Minaj be cracking me up. Um, let's see here. Oh, Monique actually did um, write something. She wrote a hand clapping emoji. Thank you, Monique. I appreciate you. And thank you again for the uh, $499, sis. I appreciate it. Because she never writes anything. So she finally put emoji down. So I appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. Tiffany says, keeping up with everything your op does is crazy. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to be able to rap and, you know, dish your op in real time, you got to know how they're moving. So I definitely get it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we got a bunch of super chats coming in. Um, Nerita Perez says, T, that voice is given <laughs> Lois Griffin from Family Guy. Um, thank you for the super chat. Let's see here. Peyton Smith sent 999 says, did you make, uh, oh, bitch, you tried it. But thank you for your 999, and I'm not even going to read your super chat, but you will be blocked, bitch, okay? You take that shit to somebody else's channel, ho. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Uh, Daisy says, Nikki has been seeming like she's high on coke. Child, who knows at this point? That's what a lot of people are saying, because I remember Lotto said that a while ago that it's giving coke. So I, I don't know what's going on with Nikki. Let's see here. Uh, Star by says, Tigo, look. Okay, we read that one earlier. Ty said, find out, sent $5. Uh, Ty French says, Nikki's up here sounding like a DC supervillain catwoman. LOL got me dying like she's leaving a riddle for Batman. Sounds like Eartha Kid. Oh, yeah, you know, we blocked these hoes. That bitch sent $20 just to hate. Girl, thank you. I'm going to have a good time spending it. So y'all can uh, send money. I, I accept hate comments, too, because it all spends the same. So feel free. Keep on sending them. We in a recession. So I, I accept all money. Hate money, hate comments, all that. But you definitely gonna get the block Yana treatment hoe. So you take your Barbie head ass on somewhere else, okay? Um, let's see here. Uh, hot, hot Hands McGee sent $20. Says, T, be careful because your Twitter page is always freaky. I know like last week when I was looking up some stuff on Krishan and all of a sudden all you seen was Krishan and Blueface's sex tape. Nothing but porn on my Twitter page. And I don't follow any of these people. That's the crazy shit. Uh, Camilla B says, damn, this tea is piping hot. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. China Aaliyah sent 499 says, I'm sorry, but Meg is super messy and manipulative. Nikki is right. Meg was in bed with a whole K, the baby. I wish Nikki would move with more decorum, though. Okay, so it looks like people still going in here. 
Bree's mom of Danielle says, Nikki is a clown. She's been bullying the rap girls for years now. I'm glad Megan read that whole her rights. First super chat, by the way, love you, T. Love you, too. Thank you so much for coming through, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, Lady T uh, said, 999 says, I'm loving your content as always. 2024 will be the year of exposure and downfall for the corrupted individuals who think that they are invincible like the great Babylon. I definitely agree. Like I said, I feel like Cat Williams really got the ball rolling in 2024. And like we said, we're in the age of Aquarius, so a lot of people are being exposed. So that might be also why Nikki feels like she's about to like really expose Megan with like receipts and whatever she got from, I guess, Kelsey. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, P. Spencer sent 499 says, Megan doesn't care about Megan's law and Nikki's husband when she wanted the Nikki feature. Megan is a user. Mmm. That's an interesting point. I'm not even mad at that, P. Spencer. That is a very interesting point because Nikki was with Kenneth Petty when they was up there talking about, you know, does Cardi write her music? Damn, that, that's a very, I'm not even mad at that super chat. You're not lying because she did a song with her and they was cool. So that's very interesting. Thank you for the super chat, baby. Um, let's see here. Chanel G says, um, I watch you every day when I'm getting ready for work. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support, sis. Um, Nadra sent $9.99. She sent the sticker. Thank you, Nadra. Let's see here. Oh, my page just refreshed. Hold on. Kimberly White sent $4.99. Says, T, I just want to give you your flowers. Can't wait to see you at your 1 million party, sis. I'm sending love. Thank you so much. I can't wait either. I'm getting everything planned out for it. Um, so I'm gonna definitely keep, you know, my people's posted. I cannot wait. So thank you so much, sis. Um, let's see here. Jada says, I love you, T, and I've been enjoying your reactions and your thumbnails. Thank you so much, Jada. I appreciate that. Um, this is Andre says, hey, T, I love this song and I love Megan's energy. I believe Nikki is trying to destroy Megan in this rat beef. It's just a distraction. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Like I said, when she drops her, her diss track towards Megan, it's going to be interesting to see if Megan responds back to her, if it ends up being like a whole back and forth. So we'll have to wait and see. But she did say at the beginning of that audio that they've been waiting for her. So I, I don't know. That just sounded crazy. Um, I don't know how you say this. S. Vint sent 499 says, he, he says, um, I think it's deeper. Remember, she never congratulated Nikki on her pregnancy. Then sent flowers when Nikki posted her baby gifts for attention. Huh. Yeah, I don't know their whole ins and outs with the whole baby situation. So I'm not sure. Um, Mike Easy sent 20 says, not because you telling me you really enjoyed all slash most of the 22 tracks on Pink Friday 2. The album was mid, mostly remakes of other songs, Barbie Dangerous, even a remake of the Notorious Thug, MBIG, hashtag 1 million on the way. Honestly, I did enjoy it. I did. I listened to it from start to finish. Um, I enjoyed most of the tracks on there. And you got to understand too, like, there's not a lot of songs coming out from these female artists. 
they're just hitting us with singles and consistent features. So I think part of it is like people want music, you know what I'm saying? So I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy it. So, but that's just my opinion. I enjoyed it. I wish more people would drop more music outside of like just these fe these features. Um, Elite Leo Sanfai says, Meg hit her with the one bar and she's pressed as fuck. Imagine if she did a whole song to Nikki. Megan's Law, her husband, brother, and alter ego, Roman. Mmm. Roman Polanski. I know exactly who you're talking about. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. SJD said 999 says, Nikki is giving Whitney. I pray she gets help. Um, Buttercup sent 1999 says, Nikki's talking about Meg's parents, but let's talk about her dad playing bumper cars. Ooh. Y'all are going in, honey. Um, Valerie Moses sent five says, I honestly haven't heard the song from Meg because I'm put off with the snakes. Something felt off about it. Thank you for the super chat. Um, T-Wolf156 says, it's my birthday, T. Love you and thank you for everything. Happy birthday. It's definitely Aquarius season, so thank you for coming through. Um... Hey, Mimi says, all money spends, blocky, honest, stay ready. Hey, Discord gang. Thank you, Mimi. I appreciate you. Yes, it, it definitely does, child. So we're we not mad. If you want to send, you know what I'm saying, $50 worth of troll money, that's fine. It all spends. So that is what's going on right now with the whole Nicki Minaj and Megan situation. So now there was another beef that went on today, which kind of surprised the hell out of me because I'm like, what year is this? Like, y'all was beefing back in 2004. Like, why is this a thing almost 20 years later? So if y'all do not know, nobody, nobody at all. Here comes Eminem. Eminem came up with a diss track <laughs> towards Benzino. Now, if y'all remember, he had a song back in the day dissing Benzino. And so, and then he even brought up Coyle Ray's name in it as well. I can't play the diss track for y'all. But Benzino, he has replied back. So let me go ahead and pull this up for y'all. So Benzino says, at 58, you're supposed to look at life through a way different lens that you did at 28. Okay. First of all, Benzino, if y'all remember, for us who were there, now he's trying to twist it. Um, he started this beef with Eminem. Like, so let's keep this is a horrible picture, too. <laughs> Sorry. I don't even try to hide his neck or what's going. That's just a, like the angle's just bad. His eyes are going everywhere. Which I don't like that picture. But um, anyway, <laughs> he started the beef. Let's keep it real. He started the beef with Eminem, and Eminem finished it. You know what I mean? So I, and I get it. He was younger back then. You know, I guess they were in their late twenties. But he definitely started that beef. He started going at Eminem at the source. Um, you know, saying that he shouldn't be in hip hop, you know, he's a white boy and all this other stuff. And, you know, finally Eminem addressed him and Eminem went in. He was like vanilla ice filled with beans and rice. Like he went in and that's what I'm saying. A good diss track, you're going to remember lines. You see how I just said that off the top of my head? When it's a good diss track, you're going to remember lines from the diss track. You know what I'm saying? So, um... Just say you don't want a response. Just say you cannot reply back to Eminem. It's don't try and use age. Um, he just don't want to reply back. And, you know, that's cool. You know, 
I don't know why Eminem brought back this beef, but it was funny. And so then he also mentioned Coy LeRae. So Coy LeRae also spoke on it. A lot of people were saying that Coy LeRae, she needs to come out and have her father's back. You know, it's not right that she's going to allow her dad to, you know, disrespect, um, to be disrespected by Eminem. So let me see here. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. So let me pull this up. So Eminem basically had said something in the lyric. He says, well, I, he says, well, I guess then I regret to inform you and hate to spoil the day, but this doesn't bring me no joy to say. I guess that Koi LeRae features in the toilet, eh? And so Koi replies back and she says, man, who the hell said I wanted an Eminem feature? Imagine Eminem on Wanna Come Through, because that was her latest song that she just dropped the other day. So she's saying that, you know, she doesn't want an Eminem feature. And so then all of a sudden, little Tay just came for her out of nowhere. So let me go ahead and pull this up. So then Corla Ray also said this. She said, rap beef is so washed and tired, exhausting and embarrassing. Just fucking overall corny as fuck trash. So that was a response to Eminem as well. So then Little Tay came out of nowhere and says the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And then Cor responds back and she says, I'm not the type to laugh or make fun of people's trauma. So I'm going to let you think that you ate. Love the new music, by the way. Stay strong, boo. And then Little Tay says, not quite sure what you're insinuating in the first sentence, but I know I ate and thanks for streaming. So I don't know where little Tay's coming from, like why she keeps going at Koi LeRae. I find that funny. She has all this energy for Koi when Koi really hasn't done anything to her. But she's been dragging Koi now for a while. So that was their back and forth today. So that was just like a weird beef. The whole Koi LeRae, little Tay, Benzino, and Eminem. Like I don't, I don't understand Eminem's point. Um, I thought the diss towards Benzino, it was okay, but it was just like, why? Like why now? in 2024, like nobody asked for this. So I wasn't really feeling it like that. So now, how long I've been out here? Let me see. Okay, I've been out here an hour. So now I wanna go ahead before I go and talk about the Vince McMahon situation. We were having a really good conversation about that on Instagram earlier today. Now, as you guys know, I'm an old school wrestling fan. I'm not really into like the new school wrestling. I don't really, you know, a lot of these new people, I don't really watch anymore. But like old school wrestling, definitely into old school wrestling. And I had did a deep dive, I want to say almost like two years ago, about uh, the Chris and Nancy Benoit situation. It was a really, really good deep dive. And I've always said this on this channel, that Vince McMahon is not a good person. You know, he's a billionaire. And a lot of times, you know, in order for you to become a billionaire, you have to step on a lot of people. You have to use a lot of people. And that is what Vince McMahon did. Like, throughout his, I don't damn know, like 30, 40 years 
in wrestling in the wrestling in the wrestling industry because he comes from a family you know that ran these matches and everything else he's like second generation now his kids run a lot of it but um he's been doing so many just evil things over the years everything from like you know not helping a lot of the wrestlers there were no type of medical benefits a lot of these wrestlers died broke um you know even not putting China in the Hall of Fame while she was alive because his own daughter, Stephanie McMahon, you know, ended up having the affair with Triple H. And I've never liked Stephanie after that or Triple H. Um, so it's just been a lot of stuff with the McMahon family. Now, back in about 2020, he had to step down initially because a lot of allegations were coming out. Like basically the WWE, um, they were having their own Me Too movement. And so there were a lot of allegations coming out about Vince McMahon and him basically, you know, arring women and assaulting women. And so he basically, quote unquote, stepped down. Then all of a sudden he was back in place. It's, it's just been a mess. So now there are new allegations and these allegations are definitely sticking because the woman involved in these allegations, she has bought receipts. So we're going to go ahead and watch this clip really quick here. Give me just a second. Okay, here it goes. You may have heard about the shocking sex abuse lawsuit being leveled at WWE boss Vince McMahon by a former employee. The scandal couldn't come at a worse time as the WWE signed a massive $5 billion deal with Netflix. So much is on the line. Everyone at the WWE has reportedly been told to not say a word. Former WWE employee Janelle Grant accuses McMahon of sexual assault and trafficking. Just this week, McMahon, along with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, rang the bell at the New York Stock Exchange to celebrate The Rock joining the board of WWE's new parent company, TKO. Look, 78-year-old McMahon is almost unrecognizable with dyed black hair and a mustache. A far cry from his heyday. In the lawsuit, Janelle Grant accuses McMahon of sharing sexually explicit photographs and videos of her with the wrestlers and recruiting men to have a threesome at the WWE headquarters even during working hours while referring to her as his porn star. To show his domination over her life, the lawsuit claims McMahon texted her, I'm the only one who owns you and controls who I want to blank you. Last year, McMahon spoke about his legacy. Let me just say it, I've made mistakes, obviously, you know, both personally and professionally through my 50-year career. I've owned up to every single one of them and then moved on. Now, many are wondering if the sordid accusations could threaten the 10-year, $5 billion deal Netflix just signed for WWE's live streaming rights. Is Netflix going to dump this deal? I don't think so. But could they? Well, this is Hollywood and anything can happen. But I would not say that anyone's getting out of the ring yet. A spokesperson for Vince McMahon says... The lawsuit is riddled with falsehoods, baseless fabrications of events that never transpired, and a malicious distortion of the truth. The parent company of WWE says they take the accusers, quote, horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing the matter internally. All right, so we just saw that. And so in my personal opinion, 
Um, he did that shit. He's basically the P. Diddy of the wrestling world. Um, you know, with great power comes responsibility. And a lot of the things that he's being accused of, I, I can see him doing that. Like, there's a whole... I ran across that thread on Twitter um, that they have, like, all the things that Vince McMahon that has done, like, that's just been shady, that, you know, people gave him the side eye, but you weren't really able to, like, put two and two together as to, like, why you really didn't like him. Um, I also was able to get the text messages. I'm not going to read them all because they're really, really explicit, but there's one I do want to read, and it just kind of shows you Vince McMahon's mentality and how he just thought that he just had it like that. So I'm going to read this from the, um, and I might end up doing a solo video as well on the story for, you know, for like the wrestling fans. So this is just one of the text messages here. So in this message, it says, your last picture, you need your panties ripped off and three big black dicks. In all three holes at the same time. Weigh up your P and weigh up your A as far as they will go, but even further. And the thickest C goes down your throat so it makes you gag and convulse. As these big black cocks pound away, it feels like from the start you're being assaulted, but it's made you come nonstop. Just one continuous orgasm just before you pass out and those big black D's squirt their load of cum inside you as you lay on your stomach and the cum is coming out of all holes. I'll turn you over and jack off all over you. That is from Vince McMahon. This man is sick. And that's probably the tamest that I could read. He's talking about wanting to like, literally, remember that Biggie song when he was like, you know, he wanted the girl to, you know, doo-doo on him. Vince is talking about stuff like that. Like this man is sick. And it makes me think of the whole Diddy freak offs. That's why I said you can't get into these spaces. I think, what happens is once people have a lot of money and power and prestige, it's like they start getting bored. It's not even about the sex, right? Because at that point, you're Vince McMahon, you're Diddy. You can get coochie from anybody. But it's about the power. It's about making people do things, especially in a sexual way, that they wouldn't ordinarily do. Just like the rumor about um, that Jaguar Wright was saying about Christopher Williams getting caught giving Diddy head. You know, allegedly, you know, that's what she said. Not because he even wanted head from Christopher Williams, but it was just the point of making a supposedly straight man suck him off. And I think this is the same thing with this situation. That isn't it funny that the way this is almost described, this almost describes what Cassie went through with the freak offs. How Diddy would have her look for, you know, big black cocks and have her paint her nail polish white. Um, her nails white with white nail polish. So that way it would stand out against like the dark skin guys, you know, cock or whatever. And it's very interesting that this is the same thing that he's texting her. And I wouldn't doubt if that wasn't 100% what he did to her. That he had, you know what I'm saying, some big black wrestlers who want to get into wrestling. Like that might be some type of initiation. 
because that's the biggest platform in the world for wrestling. And if you've been a kid who's been watching wrestling since you were like five years old and, you know, you've been so ingrained in it and Vince McMahon is like, yeah, you know, for you to get a shot and to be able to run out on the and fight in the ring, you have to have a threesome with this girl and let me play out my fantasies with y'all. I can see all this shit happening. And it's a few other people that were also named in this lawsuit. Um, it's very, very disturbing. And they're saying that, you know, she was trying to, they were trafficking her. They were basically passing her around. You know what I mean? And you had people saying, well, why didn't she just get out? She didn't have to be there. She could have just went home. You know, but I think at that point, people get in over their heads. Because she went in, she met him at her apartment complex. They lived in the same apartment complex. And, you know, he basically made a job for her at the WWE. And so the whole thing, he made this job for her, um, you know, because he wanted to, like, basically help her out. But instead, he wanted to just groom her and use her as a sex toy and traffic her and make her pass around. So it makes me feel like how many... Other women did he do these to? How many other wrestlers? Remember, there's a lot of female wrestlers too, especially like in this day and age. You know, how many others were passed around? And then it made me think of China, because y'all know China was one of my favorite female wrestlers. And I remember when China got into porn and even seeing one night in China, I saw like clips of it a long time ago. And I'm just like, it was just so off. It just, it just didn't make any sense. How she went from being one of like the top female wrestlers to doing porn. So now it makes me think like, were they pimping her out? Were they doing things to her behind the scenes? Because I remember she got really depressed. She got addicted to drugs and alcohol. And then she eventually was getting clean and sober. And then she went to like Japan. She was living out there. She was like a teacher working with kids because I was following her at that time. And I was really happy that she was doing better and she was clean. And then all of a sudden, she comes back to America and she dies. Maybe she was wanted to tell something. Maybe she was going to like eventually like blast the whole WWE now that she was in her sober mind and feeling better. Because she had been overseas for a long time. So I don't know. Yeah, they made her feel completely worthless. I mean, imagine giving your body, your blood, your sweat for years to become the ninth wonder of the world. And then she was with Triple H, that was her boyfriend. Like they were couple goals in the WWE. And then the fucking boss's daughter basically takes your man. And I get the whole, or a man can't be taken unless he wants to be taken. Y'all know what I mean. And Triple H, you know, he's a bitch for that. It's like he left her because he felt like Vince McMahon's daughter, that was more, you know what I mean? She had way more power than China. If I can get with the boss's daughter, I'm in there. And, you know, he he played it right. He is. You know, he knocked her up with a few kids, and now he's on the same level damn near as Vince. You know, as far as, like, you know, money, power, things like that. But I don't like any of the McMahons. Uh, Shane, too. I don't trust his ass, too. So, like I've always said, and I've been saying this for years, you don't get into that billionaire space by being a good person. I used to think that initially, like when I was young, I would think like, you know, billionaires, you know, they have to be good people because you're blessed with all this money. Imagine having all this money, you know, there's a big difference between a millionaire and a billionaire. 
being a billionaire, you have money to change the world. You have money that can change entire governments and entire ecosystems and things like that. So I used to think like, oh, if somebody's a billionaire, you're blessed to have all this money. But then as I got older and I got more aware and I would just start researching, some of these people are like the most evilest people. Because once you get this money, you get this power, it's like regular sex bores you. You know, regular things bore you. And you have the money to make people do whatever sick thing, whatever twisted thing comes to mind. Look at the whole Jeffrey Epstein situation. You know, so I'm not shocked at all. I'm sorry, but Vince McMahon is not a good person. So I'm glad that she found the strength to levy this lawsuit up against him. And hopefully like this wakes up more people to the trash individual that he is. It was so many wrestlers, especially wrestlers of color, who literally died penniless. Look at Kamala. They used him as a Ugandan giant, you know, like all through the 90s. That man lost his leg. He had to go back to, well, before he lost his leg, he went back to driving trucks. There's no reason that these people put their blood, sweat, and tears into making the WWF, WWE what it is. And a lot of them had nothing to show for it. And a lot of them died so young, you know? So it's it's very tragic. Um, wrestling was a big part of my childhood, so I just... I love it. I love the old school stuff. I can't get into the new stuff. It's just too, it's the, I don't know. It's just too, the girls are too overly sexual for me. It's not really about the wrestling. It's just about like, you know, boobs and, you know, tits and ass. Where like, I felt like back, like the old school, like even like the old school girls, it was really about fighting. It wasn't about like the aesthetics of it, like the makeup and the hair and all that stuff. So I'm not into the new school as much as I was the old school stuff. Yeah, the junkyard. Thank you, uh, Lady Ted, the junkyard dog. I remember him. He was broke. He went broke. Um, who's the one that just died recently? The Iron Sheik. I love the Iron Sheik. He was like the best heel ever. And if you think about it, if it was not for the Iron Sheik and, you know, the way he played up the whole Iranian character and everything else, there'd be no Hulk Hogan. People don't even think about that. Hulk Hogan gets all the praise for being like the real American hero and making all this money and getting vitamins. There would be no Hulk Hogan if there was no Iron Sheik. Remember, Hulk Hogan was the answer to the Iron Sheik. That is how his whole persona came to be. So then to like, see like, he really didn't have a lot. Jake the Snake Roberts, a lot of them like just, they're like struggling. Look how he did Bret the Hitman Hart with the whole Montreal screw, uh, the Montreal screw job. Bret was the only wrestler that was really able to like punch Vince McMahon in the face and get away with it. So like he didn't care who he slept on. He did not care. Yup, Roddy Roddy Piper, he died in his sleep. He was dope. The Undertaker is still alive. Um, the Undertaker, he is now a reborn, again, Christian. And that's another thing, too, that I've noticed. A lot of the old school wrestlers, they've now all of a sudden found Christianity. And I like Mark. Mark is the Undertaker. Like, I enjoy, like, like when he goes on to podcast, oh, I'm there. I love when he podcasts because he has, like, the best stories and he used to scare me as a kid. But 
he's like he's turned his whole life around. He's given it to Christ. He's married now. Um, and I'm really proud of him. But it also makes me think like a lot of these wrestlers have like literally like given their life to God. So I'm like, what was going on behind the scenes? Like, what were they like involved in that like almost like with Diddy? Like the music industry. Think about all the rappers that were at Bad Boy, like Mace and Loon and you know what I mean? Like they all ran to religion. Even G Depp turned himself in for a murder that nobody even knew that he did. I don't I just always find that very interesting. But I'm really glad that he did, though. I, I really like Mark. I just call him Mark now. Owen Hart. Yeah, I remember when he died in the ring. That was so sad. He he owed, like, Brett the Hitman Hart better than that, especially after his brother died. Earthquake. Kelly became a pastor. I didn't know that. Eddie Guerrero, he died up here in Minnesota. I remember when he passed away. I love Ric Flair. He's still around. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is still cute. I like Shawn. I've always liked Shawn Michaels. Y'all are bringing back all the memories, honey. Yokozuna, I remember him. He was the big Japanese wrestler. The Hardy Boys, I remember them. Andre the Giant died a long time ago. Even Miss Elizabeth, remember she got strung out? And then she ended up dying of an overdose. That was crazy. Kurt Angle. Oh, y'all were y'all were really bringing it back. Macho Man Randy Savage. He ran into a tree. He fell asleep and ran into a tree and died. I love Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, so I, I just hope like more of these wrestlers speak out on like I just feel like it's just, it's been like, there. you can watch like, you know, like those behind this, the ring series and stuff like that, but they always just really talk about like the beef or like the matches and stuff. I really hope they go into like a deep dive into like Vince McMahon and just like all the like messed up stuff that he did. Cause I feel like a lot of them have kind of kept it quiet just because, you know, you know, they're men, they're supposed to be tough, they're not supposed to care. But I hope like more comes out about him because he's just, he's not a good person. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, let me read some of these super chats. I'm gonna get up out of here because I can talk about wrestling for like another hour. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see here. Oh, snap. It's Ari. Uh, said 999 says, one thing I know a concerned person with no real support behind her can be reckless. I wouldn't be surprised if Megan really lets her pen go. Mm. Thank you, sis. I appreciate the super chat. Um, Isma says, Senpai says, Megan is sneaky. I love Nikki, but she's been crashing out ever since she got with Kenneth and isn't able to enjoy married life because of his baggage. Mm. That's a good point. It's been a lot going on ever since she got with him. I do agree. Um, Jasmine sent 999 says, Hey T, I've been a fan since 2020. I usually don't comment. But I really want to go to your one Millie party. Please save me a ticket. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through, sis. Nothing has been announced yet, so you haven't missed anything. Um, Cassandra says, hey, from the Cayman Islands, I live for your content. You continue to keep it 100. Love you. Love you, too, and thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Um, 
Let's see here. Jenna sent 1999 since Vince has resigned from his positions as TKO executive chairman and on the TKO on the TKO board, he will no longer have a role with TKO or the WWE. Nick Khan stated press conference is set for after the Royal Rumble tomorrow. Um, good pay-per-view coming. Yeah, but even still, his family is still involved. Like he he's he's not gonna go broke anytime soon. Like he may not have access to the day-to-day, but he can still low-key make decisions via his daughter and son. I know Stephanie tries to act like, oh, I don't like my dad, and you know, I'm not dealing with him because of these allegations, the ones that came out in 2020, but I don't trust her. She's just as trashy as her dad. So um I know they have The Rock. They've since hired The Rock to come in. Um, I mean, that's cute, I guess. But can somebody explain to me, like, why The Rock is, like, is he on steroids? Like, he's huge. To be as old as he is, like, he is huge. I don't know. I just feel like he's on steroids. It's like he's bigger now than he was when he was, like, when he first came into the game. Or am I just being messy? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, he looks good. The muscles is popping. But I'm like, for him to be as old as he is, like, he's huge. Like, super huge. I just feel like he's on steroids. Like, he's bigger now. Because I was watching, like, some old school videos of The Rock not too long ago. And I'm like, he looks nothing like that. Like, when he first came in, he was, like, buff and, you know, had a nice body. But he's, like, so built in, like, his neck. Like, he's huge. Like, aren't you supposed to get smaller as you get older? Oh, so y'all agree? I mean, he looks good for his age. No, No shade. But I'm like, that's a big-ass 51-year-old. He's like solid muscle. And he didn't look like that when he was younger. He's still fine, though. But I think he's on the juice. I'm sorry. We love you, though, Rock. No shade. <laughs> no shade, okay? Like, you know, he's good to look at, but I don't give a damn. As old as he is, he is just way too buff. Ain't his daughter wrestling? His daughter's big. She's like tall and buff. I'm like, that's a big girl. Oh, she'll knock a bitch out. Um, let's see here. Ayana says, I'm team. I don't give a fuck. My thing is take the issues to the booth and leave it there. Both parties are wrong. And Nikki definitely turned me off talking about Meg's deceased parents. By the way, love everything you do. So proud of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I hope they just keep it in the booth. I hope it's not a situation when they see each other, it's, you know, on on site. They should just keep it in the booth. I definitely agree with that. Um, let's see here. Diana sent 1999. She says, I'm glad I'm catching a live. Love you, XOXO Pop of Color. Thank you so much, Pop. I appreciate you for coming through. I hope you're having a good day, sis. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Ronald Harvey. Says, as a fan of Vince McMahon, this situation is fucking disturbing. He has done tremendous evil things during his time running the WWE. He's finally getting his. Oh, yeah. No, and I think everybody, like, who's been watching old school wrestling, because, like, I've literally been watching wrestling since I was five. So I think, like, all of us, like, millennials who, like, grew up on wrestling were, like, good. About time. About time. If she said that... If she said that shit, he did that shit. Because that's just Vince McMahon. He's just not a good person. It's like, you know how, like, how in hip-hop I feel that way about Diddy? 
Vince McMahon is like my diddy in the wrestling world. I've been talking about this for like the past three years. I do not like Vince McMahon. So the same way I don't like Diddy, that's the same way I feel about Vince McMahon. So, yeah, he's trash. Um, Dina sent 499. She says, what is up with men in the BBCs? Laugh my ass up. At this point, it's some type of sick fetish. It's weird. You got women who be running from the BBC. But yet and still grown men are infatuated with the BBC. Make it make sense. Like, I swear, like, we are living in just, like, a mixed-up, upside-down world. You got grown men who are supposedly straight chasing BBC. Meanwhile, we running from that shit. Like, oh, shit, where you about to put that? Ah! <laughs> ah move around with that BBC. Uh-uh. So, I just find that strange. They said my stream is lagging. Okay, looks like we're talking too much. This stream is lagging. I see it's like kind of going slow. I'm about to get ready to jump off for here anyways. I've been out here for an hour and 30 minutes, so I'm going to get ready to jump off. But yeah, that is weird, this obsession with black men and their size. And other men wanting to watch black men with big peens smash their girlfriends. It's just weird. That's a shame. Um, let's see here. Oh, all the all the damn wrestling fans are in here. Vince had a sexual assault allegation in the 90s. Mostly male accusers? Oh, Jack, you are spilling some tea. So Vince must go, well, he gotta go both ways if you want to sit there and watch BBC smash a girl. So male accusers in the I gotta look that up. In the 90s? What were they accusing him of? Somebody please write in the chat. What was he accused of in the 90s towards male accusers? Please don't tell me uh, Vince McMahon was sitting here sexually assaulting some of my favorite male wrestlers. Ooh, child. Y'all be thinking music is messy in these female rappers. Get into the WWF or old school and get into sports. Caddius Industries. <laughs> Caddius. <laughs> and Messi. Who was he messing with? They said Jerry Lauer was charged with sexual harassment too. Not the King Jerry Lauer. Okay, I'm gonna have to go do some investigation. I did not know that he had male accusers in the 90s. I remember Mick Foley. What about Mick Foley, CC? What'd he do? Something about ring boys being assaulted? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Kirk Zavola just sent $500. Oh my God, y'all are so sweet. He says, hey T, congratulations on your new app. One topic. That would be a great idea for your green room call-in show. Is the David Attenborough a life on our planet documentary? Because it really can make people think about our planet and our future. And we have a great dialogue for ideas um, that we in the earth can benefit from. You have been talking about this documentary for a while now. And you sent a $500 super chat. We're going to do a call-in show. Let me take my notes down right now.
All right, Discord, we have an assignment. So we are going to be watching this documentary. And we would definitely do a call-in show on that. Like, thank you so much for the $500 super chat. That means a lot to me. Because like I said, y'all do not have to send anything. So I am humble and I'm grateful to everybody. I don't care if you send $500. Miss Moneybag Mo sending $499. $499 to sending $5, $10. Like, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, you know, like I said, that's why the haters be mad. You know what I mean? That's why they feel the way. Because I, I genuinely have genuine people who rock with me. I have the best supporters on YouTube. I don't give a damn. The tea sippers, they go hard. And I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. So thank you so much. We will definitely watch the documentary and do a call-in show on that. Because that would be really dope. We do do some, like, really deep um, call-in shows. Cause, so that can definitely be one of them. So thank you so much. Because I know you've been talking about that documentary for a while. So... We definitely can. Um, what's up, Dorian? Dorian sent $10. Says, I'm gay, and this BBC stuff turns me off from dudes who want to know if I have one. Hold on, it just disappeared. Not wanting a dude with one. You ain't stretching nothing over here. I know that's right. I, I You know, and that's the thing. It's like, don't let these gay men fetishize you especially like these gay men of other races because some of them they really do fetishize like young black gay boys you know and that's not okay so i'm glad that you're standing up for yourself in that right because that's definitely not okay it's just it's weird though him and diddy that's just like some weird shit um let me see here i'm gonna read these last few super chats here um dini darcel what's up dini Says, hey, Miss Mamas, sending you love. The look, I'm seeing you, I'm loving seeing you do reactions again. Now that he stepped down, the Brock, oh, the, the Brock is a part of the lawsuit too, child. Oh, Brock Lesnar, yeah. And I know you're into wrestling, so I know you're on this tee. So we're going to have to talk about this in the Discord because I was really shocked when I, like, heard about this today when Madia posted it. And then I went like searching for the text messages and I was just blowed. I'm like, this that's how you know he was so comfortable where he's literally sending this in text messages. Insane. Um, let's see here. Um uh, Treason via PSN sent $9.99 says not to mention all the raunchy, explicit, disturbing scenes portrayed on WWE under his charge. Remember when they depicted SA between Melina and Butiska back in the day? I don't really remember that one, but I remember how they would always like just slap Nancy Benoit. Like they would just slap her when she was, um, who was that she was dating before uh, Chris? Oh, I can't even think. The other like real demonic guy. I don't know why. I see his face. Kevin? I can't think of his last name, but they would like slap her around and it'd be like all this domestic violence. And granted, that's just what was on TV back in the day. And then I remember Kevin Sullivan. Thank you, Kevin Sullivan. Thank you, uh, Sagba. Um, and then there was a scene where Vince McMahon looked like he was essaying a girl, but this was more modern times. And she's acting like, you know, they're having sex. And then remember when he... um was cheating on his wife. He had the wife in the wheelchair. 
and he started making out and groping his new girlfriend in front of the wife and kind of threw the jacket at the wife in the wheelchair. I just don't understand these scripted things that they would do. Like when I look back on it, it's really disturbing. And the thing is it's scripted. So somebody had to write this out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? He literally wrote a script of him cheating on his wife and the wife was sitting in the wheelchair, like not blinking, just sitting there. Child, our childhood, childhood trauma from the nineties. Um, let me see here. Wavy Tay sent $49.99. Thank you, Wavy. He says, Auntie's your favorite soldier reporting for duty. Slavery may have ended physically, but it was mentally passed down. The fetishization of black male peen is just inhumane, and it doesn't matter who it is either. 2024 is going to be interesting. Yes, it is. Um, and thank you so much for the super chat and your service. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, it's it's really just disturbing. Like I said, to see like these men with money having like these weird fetishes, you know, they won't put these black men in position of power and, you know, for them to get money. But when it comes to sexual stuff, they're willing to hire them for that, you know, which is sad. Um, Mufasa's <laughs> illegitimate son sent 20 says, Vince and Diddy need to go report to the nearest jail cell. They can take Young Miami and T.I. too, since all of them love to do scummy shit. This is an extreme level of breeding fetish. It's disturbing. Love you, sexy T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. It really is. It's like them text messages are really disturbing, the stuff he was saying. Um, let's see here. Effervescent sent 9.99 says the Squid Games told us that the super rich are bored. That was just not a TV show. I definitely agree. Yeah, Squid Games is crazy. I haven't seen the new uh, season, but that first season was insane. Uh, Shannon C says I had to send a super chat to say this Undertaker biker. Persona actually his idea because that's who Mark was, but Vince didn't let him. Oh, okay. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, Ranger says Jesse Ventura became a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. And you know, that was the governor at one time of Minnesota. Um, back when he used to wrestle, he was Jesse the body Ventura. Then when he became our governor, he was Jesse the mind Ventura. But yeah, he had that conspiracy show. Um, I think like maybe 10 years ago, that is my show. And I still like will take clips from his show. Like when I did my water deep dive, um, I used some of his clips in there. So yeah, that was like a really, really good show. So thank you for that. Um, Algo Rhythm sent 20 says, T, you need to do another deep dive on the WWE. I got to finish this Diddy one first. And then maybe I'll look into the Vince McMahon one. So thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chris Gold says, T, did you ever hear about Ashley Masaro's situation in Saudi Arabia in 2007? She was another female wrestler Vince did dirty. I don't know what happened to her. I know she died. I don't know the ins and outs um, of her situation. I've been seeing people posting her name as of late on social media. So I got to look more into it. But I heard that Vince did her really dirty as well. But I have been hearing more about her as of late. So I don't know a whole lot about her though. 
because by then I wasn't really watching wrestling as much um, by 2007. So I don't know her backstory. Okay, I think I got most people. Uh, let's see here. King Devante sent 99 says, did you hear Kelly Price talking about the gospel community? She says she, hold on, she was a gospel male singer. She said a, a gospel male singer messed with young teenage boys and gospel female singers fucking their folksmen. Oh, wow. No, I haven't heard that yet. I'm going to have to look that up. I haven't heard that yet. But thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Sagbaz sent 9.99 says, just wanted to say I love you, T. I love you, too. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, Summer Williams sent 4.99 says, I remember Vince McMahon saying on SmackDown about Beth Phoenix, about how he wanted to R her or something like that. It was weird. Yeah, I've also heard him say that um, he's not a pedophile. And just, he just, I don't even says weird, random shit. And it's like, who just wakes up and is on, like, live television? Like, I'm not a pedophile. It's like, nobody said you were. So, like, what are you talking about? He's a weirdo. He's always saying, like, really, really weird off-the-cuff stuff. Uh, Tizo says, I've been known Vince was sick when he had that my, my ass club. <laughs> not the ass club. <laughs> Y'all are bringing stuff back. All right, y'all. So I've been on here for an hour and 38 minutes. Thank you guys so much for coming through. This has been a wonderful stream. Thank y'all so much for just all the super chats, all the love. I really appreciate it. Um, 2024 continues to be the year of exposure. So it's going to be interesting to see who's next at this point. You know what I mean? To see what's going to happen. So... On that note, you guys, I will be back with some more videos. Um, I'll probably, like, do some more videos this weekend. Um, you know, I'll keep you guys posted. But thank you guys once again for tuning in. Love y'all, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.